Welcome to Simone Shay. It's Between the Weeks. With two freaks. I'm Sydney. I'm Shu. And we're coming at you. With the motherfucking updates. Woo woo. Woo woo. Okay, breaking news update. Keith Rainier from the Nexium cult. Uh-huh. He uh, had a hearing before a judge to ask to be let out on bail. And as part of the evidence presented to justify why he should not be let out on bail, the prosecuting attorney uh, presented some WhatsApp uh, text messages between him (laughs) and one of his followers. And it was all about him trying to get them to procure slaves for him. And he's saying, oh, no, I mean, you're my wife, but you should get some slaves that are only for my sexual pleasure. He's trying to say, oh, my gosh, don't worry. Like, you're my boo, but you should get me some new holes to stick it in. Oh, and fuck that guy. Yeah, he's fucking terrible. And he's like, they, you know, just some young girls that you train to please me. And his fucking grammar is terrible. <laughs> He gets the your, the different forms of your and their messed up. And I just was like, this fucking dude can't write his way out of a paper bag using WhatsApp to try to procure sex slaves. And he cannot be bothered to spell correctly. So fuck you. Yeah. His request to be let on on bail was denied. Good. Because he is a threat to society. Yeah, he is. Fucking douchebag. Yeah. Man. (laughs) How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing all right. <laughs> That's good. You know. Living, we're we're just taking life one day at a time. We sure are. Here at Simone Shea. Um, I got fired this week. Yes. <laughs> I was sorry to hear that. You know it happens. Um, I've now been fired twice in my life. Uh-huh. And uh it was from my worst job. Out of my three. And so uh, I feel like I've been dumped by a bad boyfriend. And it's like, I'm supposed to break up with you. Right. Not the other way around. Uh, um, but uh, they it's a bar where you have to ID everyone, no matter how old they are, which yeah. I do. Uh, but apparently I served a secret shopper without checking ID. And it's because I watched my coworker ID and served them earlier. And uh, which is within policy. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I got fired. And uh, I uh, <laughs> I was just having a day where I like I went and I got fired from my shitty no money job. And then I got in my car with a broken windshield and no stereo. Yeah. And I drove home to my mother's laundry room where I live. <laughs> and I put on my overalls because those are the only pants I have that fit. <laughs> And I just was like, I'm going to watch Silicon Valley, which you mentioned on our episode about good things to yes. cheer you up. And I said, I'm going to get caught up on Silicon Valley and I'm just going to paint my nails. That's what's going to happen. Um, <clears throat> so I'm painting my nails in the laundry room, wearing my overalls, and I sneeze, at which point I simultaneously get a massive nosebleed and also bleed through my tampon onto my overalls because the force of the sneeze it's the desert and uh it's dry and also i got my period real hard and i just thought to myself this isn't this isn't your day (laughs) that is fucking insane yeah wow yeah so it's been uh it's been that kind of week for me yes and that just uh i also got a 300 uh traffic ticket 
And then um, my aunt is bringing my trailer out here. And after owning it for 30 years, she decided to drive it through a drive-thru and rip the top off. What? Apparently, it's not that bad. I haven't seen it yet. I will tomorrow. Um, Okay. But I just thought to myself, well, DeLorean, aren't you doing well? Yeah. Isn't this... This week Oof. funsies for you. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying to use it as like, uh, oh, now you have time to uh, work on arts and crafts and put away your laundry. Yes. And uh, work at jobs where you actually make money. Um, so, you know, we're going to give it a go. Yeah. I It sucks for sure. Uh-huh. Um, but I think that everyone goes through like really rough patches yes. at some point in their life. And and then you get through it, you struggle through it and just fucking try. Mm-hmm. And then you are able to look back on that much later and go, well, hey, remember that shitty time in my life? I made it through. Yes. So this is probably going to be OK. Yeah, that's I'm having. It's been a very bad year. And it's yeah. been because I am trying to change my life. Yes. And, um, you know, uh, to quote my mom's ex-boyfriend, Eddie, if you're a go-getter, sometimes you go get yourself some problems. And <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, what's shit. going on with me is that, um, you know, I've been trying to change my life and uh, I've just been focusing on this, like, move to California and this podcast. And both of these things are going to be amazing um, but, uh, because of that, you know, I have, uh, you know, mainly financial problems, but yeah. also some personal problems, you know, living yeah. with your mother. It's going to bring up some issues. Oh yeah. But Man, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's what's happening with I me. I would have a hard time living with my mom. I moved out at a young age as, as soon as I could. Yeah. Cause we were just, you know. We're, we're both strong women. We have strong personalities uh-huh. in a clash when it's we're fine when we live apart and we're like great friends now uh-huh. and like have a good relationship. But when we get together and are like in the same house for like more than three days, it's not good. It starts to get hot. It can't be good for anyone, but because it just that's how it is with yeah. families. Um, my mother's a narcissist. And um, it's uh, been interesting psychologically unraveling. Uh, I'm learning a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, I think that I'm at the point now where I do. Mark Marin has talked a lot on his podcast about he was raised by narcissistic parents. Yes. And he's recommended some books that I need to uh, figure out what those are. And I think I'm ready to like read a book and be like. Becoming a a healthy adult when you were raised by narcissistic parents. Yeah. I mean, you, your mom and his mom have a lot in common. Correct. Like, I feel like, yeah, when I hear him talk about his mom, Sydney's mom. It's very Deborah like. Yeah. Another reason why Mark Marin and I are meant to be together. That's right. You know, one day. One day when he's done dating a successful artist and wants to date a woman who sneezes and <laughs> bleeds through her tampon just bleed everywhere yeah, bleeds out of both ends <laughs> jesus fucking christ you're like a bloody rainbow yeah <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Uh, speaking of blood yes. i recently bought a pot for my diva cup that's right because you talked 
on a podcast a long time ago about because you have to boil it right when you're done you boil it before you use it you boil it Uh uh-huh it's a thing it's how you clean it yeah and you thought maybe it needed its own pot it needs its own pot because i i was like iffy about it from the Uh get-go i like to use like your food pots use your a separate pot is it dirty i don't know i wash the pot afterwards yeah boil it with just regular water and nothing in it you know yeah put some salt in there sterilize it three times but still still and then one day deacon came home and he was like what are you cooking and i was like i'm not cooking anything he's like yeah it smells like meat in here like beef and I was like, I was boiling my diva cup. <laughs> and then that led me to have some weird feelings. Yes, I would have some very awkward feelings about that. So I got a pot for it. Okay. And it's miniature. It's it, so cute. Is it one of those little miniature saucepans? Yes. I fucking, this is one of my favorite things. You see them a lot at your uh, fine retailers like your Ross and your TG Maxx is in their cookware aisle. Yes. Just teeny tiny little casserole dishes and pots. They're the best. Yeah. I just I'm like, look, that is if I were not a monster and had to eat giant portions, that's what I would cook in. Yeah. There's a there's a frying pan that you can just cook one egg in. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. They're like my favorite and I'm obsessed with miniature like items of uh-huh. any sort. So I love like the tiny crab forks that are like miniature. Oh, yeah. I just love miniature cookware. So getting a a little pot that's just big enough for my diva cup. Heaven. Heaven. And I put it like above the stove by itself. Oh, it has its own spot. Don't touch my fucking diva pot. You know, it's a lot like this guy I know who has a flashlight that has its own cabinet in his kitchen. And um, he in his kitchen. Okay, this is allegedly because he got wasted and showed it to my friend that she came over. They'd been drinking and they went back to his place. And he said, you want to see something? And he opened his kitchen cabinet and showed her this fleshlight. And she's like, it was like it had a shrine. It had its own spot. And then he told me that he uses it on the straight guy. Like he gets the straight guy to come over by saying, I, I'll give you cocaine. <laughs> and in exchange for cocaine, the straight guy lets him use this flashlight on him. Oh, my God. What is happening? I know. Uh, and oh I said, I wish I, like, I wish I didn't know any of this because yeah. I know all these people. And just the picturing a guy who's married with children um coming over and getting a flashlight job in exchange for free cocaine <laughs> is really weird. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> now I know it. And knowing is half the battle. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Every time the, that person tries to act like they're all that, I'm like, dude, you don't know, but I know about your fucking flashlight cabinet shrine situation. Yeah. It's like, just put it in the sock drawer with your other shit. Yeah. Why oh, does it? Man. But it has its own holy place. Wow. Yeah. Good for him. Good. Yeah. Oh, good for him. Gosh. I mean, listen, oh. uh, I I don't have anyone who comes over to my house to get fleshlighted. And so clearly I'm lacking in my life. Well, maybe the first step would be to get a fleshlight. They're expensive. Are they? Yeah, but they're really good. Apparently, they're oh. amazing. My friend's little brother oh. got one, and he, uh, I went, they live out of state, and I went to visit, and he said, you want to see my flashlight? 
And I was like, sure. And he shows it to me and uh, said, do you want to touch it? And I said, have you used it yet? And he's like, not yet. And so then he let me put my fingers in it. I bet he did use it. No, he he was like, it was so, it was like a big deal for him. Okay. But it was almost like you would say like, oh, you want to check out my new car? Like, yeah. check out my new car. But he was like, check out my new flashlight. I got. Put your fingers in it. You want to drive it? You want to sit in the driver's seat? You want to put uh, your fingers in it? Um. So. I don't like the way vaginas feel. Really? Yeah. That's probably because you're a heterosexual. I guess so. Men love them, though. They're, I know. They it's like want to put me. their fingers in them and squish it around. I've and... tried and it's, I, was, I didn't see what the big deal was. No. So it feels like a sponge. Yeah, it does feel like a sponge. I feel like I'm in the ocean <laughs> with my finger in a coral reef. That, I don't know what's happening. As someone who's scared of sea creatures, you really just maybe made me scared of my own vagina. <laughs> hey. Now you know what I've been living with. <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling some of your Catholic guilt and shame now. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, oh God, man. the ocean. It's so salty. <laughs> Not again. Not again. Oh, God. <laughs> um, Yeah, I'm scared of sea creatures. I fish. am, too. I don't like to go in the ocean because I'm afraid that something's going to get me. I've seen a shark okay. when I was out on Wave Runners when I was a little kid, and we drove over it, and it was scary. Yeah. And... um. Thankfully, I was driving and my mom was holding on to me and thankfully she was holding on tight because we went like right over its dorsal fin and it like, you know, jumped up and down the wave runner we run. And if she hadn't been holding on tight, she would have fallen off. But we saw the fin come up and both yelled shark and we drove over it. And then the rest of that trip, I didn't want to go back in the ocean. And my parents were tried to convince me that it was a dolphin like it was a dolphin and i was like no it had a straight dorsal fin it didn't have a bend in the back like a dolphin blah 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 it was a <laughs> shark so um how traumatizing would that have been to just like watch your mom get eaten by a shark because what else would i have done i was like seven and maybe i was nine but you can't mm-hmm. I, how how was i gonna pull my mom out of the water yeah i would have just sat on the wave runner and just cried yeah Oh. I think it was my lack of like being around oceans. Yeah. That I just I don't feel comfortable. No. Well, I grew up on a lake and that feeling of a fish swimming and brushing against your legs. Yeah. I was in the water all the time and I still have that issue. I don't like looking at fish in tanks. It's like nails on a chalkboard. Mm-hmm. And I don't fucking like the sea creatures, like sea cucumbers and shit that just like they're alive but they don't move. They're yeah. just like there and there's weird textures involved. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You have a real issue with it. Okay. Yeah. And I, I like being in rivers and like lakes. I don't mind that. I grew up like in playing in streams and going to rivers and shit like that. But it's just, it's specifically the ocean for me because I'm afraid I'm going to get carried away. An octopus is going to wrap its thing around my ankle and pull me down. For a shark to eat me, they're like buddies. They're all they're possible. All, it's all in it together. All the all the sea creatures, they're like a team. They, it could be. Aye, aye, aye. No, I don't even like a fish. So, I mean, I still will go like wading through rivers and stuff when I'm being hiking and outdoorsy. Uh-huh. But if I fucking see a fish, like, fuck no. Yeah. I'm not fucking around with that. Which is weird because my middle name is sea bass, but I don't like fish. Huh. Isn't it ironic? A little too ironic. Don't you think? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I really do think. It's like rain on your wedding day. I love how we're slowly evolving into a musical podcast. I think it's beautiful. 
I just love singing. I have a song in my heart. You do. I just, you know, you can't hold me down. No, I wouldn't want to. nobody going to hold me down. I would not want to. I've been listening to a lot of Phil Collins lately. Nice. So, um... All right. Anything else? Yeah. Also, um, I was talking to someone about our divorce episode and uh, brought up Angelina Jolie oh, what and they Brad say. Pitt. And they said, you know what I think? I think she's in love with her brother, but they can't be together publicly. Uh-huh. And she just doesn't give a fuck about anyone else's feelings because she's miserable that she can't be with her brother. I mean, I think they're right that she doesn't give a fuck about other people's feelings. And I just thought, wow, what a wild theory. That's a good theory. Yeah. So I support that. Oh, you do? That way, I mean, okay. that theory sounds okay to me. I mean, as anything is possible. Yeah. In the world. I mean, once you realize that you'll never be in love as much as you, like you felt true love and that you're never going to find it with someone then, you know, you're just going to be a fucking cunt. Yeah, it's true. It happens. It happens. Yeah. Also, I I actually forgot about this until just this moment when I looked down at my notes. Uh-huh. I have some really big news. What is it? I saw the guy from the balloon house taking a shit ton of balloons into his house. What? Yeah. What? Deacon was taking out the recycling and he said he came inside and he's like, hey, shoe, the guy's outside. He's unloading balloons. Shut up. And then I went outside to take recycling out and I was like, he's got a lot of balloons. Yeah. And of various sizes. So helium balloons. I assume. Because I don't know. When I picture balloon popping videos, I picture you just blow them up yourself. So they sit on the ground. But this is more challenging because they want to float to the ceiling. Yeah. Which makes me wonder if it's more of an objectophilia type thing where they're like, I like balloons. But then they do put up that balloon popping sign. I don't know. But I was like, I want to go talk to him so bad. I need you to talk to him. I really just wanted to go over there and be like, hi, um, I'm so interested in like, what are you doing? I'm a reporter for the Simone J News Network. You might have heard of us. We're Mm. on the Internet. So I was wondering what was up with these balloons? Would you be willing to do an interview? Are you hiring? Because my friend just lost her job. (laughs) And she happens to have a butt, and she could uh, sit on balloons with it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that was cool. That is a great update. Yeah. Here's another one. I recently had this memory come back to me about when I was a child. Keanu Reeves came to our town, and he went to this restaurant that was by my house, and my mom, someone called her and said, Keanu Reeves is at this restaurant. And so she said, let's go walk around the block and see if we can, like, spot him. And we didn't. But I did touch his car. Shut up. Yeah. What? I know. It was crazy. I I love everything about that story. I love the age of phones where you didn't see it on Twitter. Yeah. You didn't see it on Facebook. Someone called your mom. Yeah. And said, hey, Keanu Reeves is at this place. And then your mom saying, instead of going, Oh, that's cool. Was like, you want to go walk around and see if we can spot Keanu Reeves. What a day. Yeah. What a fucking great day. Yeah. That is a 10 out of 10 
in terms of what you want a great day to be as a child <laughs> is you get a phone call, there's a thing, and you just go and you walk around hoping to experience the thing. Yeah. And that thing was Keanu Reeves. That's right. How did you know it was his car? California plates? I think it was the plates and the fact that it was like super fancy, like oh. for what I was used to seeing as far as yeah. cars. Because I was probably like... I don't know, like nine or 10. Like I was young. Yeah. We were living in the woods of New Mexico, Pino Saltos. And he came to see Silver City, which is like an artsy, yeah. you know, they have galleries and shit downtown. And Pino Saltos is like a side city, like a suburb of Silver. Okay. And it's woodsy. And there's a restaurant called the Buckcorn. The Buttcorn? Buckcorn. Oh, Buckcorn. Like a deer. Oh, okay. Like a buck. Okay. Um, and he went to eat. Wow. And one of the waitresses was good friends with my mom. So we just went and did the damn thing. And then I went like, I just specifically remember like running my finger down the side of the car as we yes. walked by it and being like, this is Keanu's car. It is Keanu's car. So, and then Deacon put some doubt in my head because he's like, are you sure Keanu Reeves went to Silver City? And I was like, yeah, dude. But like, why would that lady make a phone call if he wasn't there? And also, I think she had a picture with him. Yeah. Um, so that would be a really weird prank phone call to make. Yeah. Also, like, I kind of felt like he was like, are you sure you're remembering that right? And I'm like, why would I have like a weird fake memory in my head? But, but do I? So... I'm going to call my mom yes. just to uh, verify this, but I think this is what happened. I am like 99% sure I touched Keanu Reeves' car. I and, fucking love it. And that's maybe that's where it all began. I kind of feel like he should be our next episode. If you're okay. into it. Uh, all right. We, we don't discuss. have to. We'll discuss. To be determined. I don't Find mean to out. pressure you on air. Find out next week on Simone J Podcast. Between the weeks with two freaks. Pew, 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 pew. Okay, also one more thing. Yes. Do we have time? We have time. Okay. This is a podcast. It's not. All we got is time. Yeah. Um, I was recently watching My Strange Addiction, mm -hmm. and they had a special episode all about um, maskers, also known as a, like adult dolls. Are they the ones who wear those um, rubber masks? Yes. Yes. The, there's a famous one on YouTube, Julie Masking, and it is something. These are adult men, mostly. Uh -huh. Are there women who do it's it? It's usually men who wear female masks. Yes. Uh -huh. So it's adult men who wear like latex rubber body suits and masks to make their whole body look like a doll's body. And there is a convention that, but this is the thing. It's like in a small hotel room. Like uh -huh. that's how many people are into it right now. Yeah. Like it's very niche. Yes. Well, um, it's expensive too. Yeah. And there's like w one company who, it's like a family owned company who makes these uh, suits. My daddy made female latex suits. Yes. His daddy made. No, he's, the dad made the suits and then he died and the family kept like kept the company going they started making it they're like we can't let dad's legacy die like he loved making these suits it's a whole thing so anyways i was thinking like we need to add that to the list yeah we definitely do 
I I like I don't give a fuck if you want to wear a doll suit, but I also was like stoned out of my mind in my papa son going like what the fuck am I watching right now? No, it's really creepy and I used to <sighs> sometimes like I saw I I learned about them God, like 10 years ago. Okay. But then every time I would talk to someone about it, I would have to re-YouTube it to find a video to send them and therefore <laughs> reopening that wound <laughs> yeah. of nightmare because it's this – I mean, they kind of look like the people who've had too much plastic surgery because it's this latex mask that sticks to their face and kind of moves with it. I don't know, but I'm down yeah. to get into it. Because it's weird because it, like – it reminded me of drag, but it's like so fake and uh-huh. like because it's plastic. Yes. Latex, rubber. This does not look human at all. No. It looks very weird. Yes. Um, so we'll have to get into that. Because the one guy that I was watching get getting ready, the weird the thing that was even more off-putting is that once he had it on, he just stood in front of the mirror posing, going, <sighs> <sighs> just like real heavy breathing that was seemed like lustful in some way and i was like you're creepy like oh this is giving me the heebies yeah i don't love anything about that so, so i'm excited to me research too. it <laughs> i hate it so i'm excited i hate it so much i can't wait to learn more about uh, it all right okay i think yeah the, the only other thing I have is that I'm I'm quitting all my murder casts. You are? Yeah. You're tapping out? I'm tapping out because I, I feel like um I don't like anxiety. Yeah. And it's just making my anxiety worse. Yeah. If I so, found something that triggered my anxiety, um, I would definitely stay away from it. I feel like it was fine at first, but then I got into too many true crime podcasts mm. And then I started just feeling, like, afraid of being murdered. Yeah. Which I don't need to think about or worry about. No. Because, like, that's one of those things that you can't even control. Like, you know, you can't control everything. Yeah. You just got to fucking live your life. Yes, correct. I mean, you don't have to be a dumbass and, like, go get in a car with a stranger, but also just, like, live your life. Yeah. So... Yeah, I recently listened to an episode of My Favorite Murder that just, like, made me have some feelings. Uh Uh-huh. And also, like, remember scary times in my life. My mom had a stalker. Oh. But he would call her and say, like, do you know where your daughter is? Because I do. I'm watching her right now. And, like, do weird shit. Ew. Yeah. I don't like that. Me neither. And I I, never think about it, but this, I don't know why it just like made me think about that. And Uh I was like, I can't. No, you shouldn't. I'm done. You should be done. So I feel like, you know, if you like it and it makes you feel good and it doesn't bother you, like good. Yeah. It doesn't bother me that way. Like I like watching 2020, but I just can't. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't do it. Don't do it. So that's something. Yeah. If, if anyone wants to write in, if they like have a thing that they realized they were doing, but then it wasn't good for them and they had to quit. Yes. If you have something that's analogous to that, I want to hear about it. Like, what Me is that too. aha moment where you're, you say this thing that I'm doing is bad for me? Yeah. Um. Yeah. 
Because, you know, once you realize, you're like, oh, I could just stop doing that. And then I won't feel like that anymore. But then it's hard. It's hard to stop. Yeah. I'm still going to listen to their mini episodes because they've just become weird and about like random things. Stuff in walls. Yeah. Holes. Holes and souls. Holes and souls. Um, But yeah, the main episodes, I'm like, I'm done. That's fair. Yeah, I realized lately I'm kind of a yenta and I want to hear more from our listeners. They, um, I read this article on Vice that basically Johns Hopkins wants people because they're doing psychedelic research and uh-huh. about how psychedelic drugs are good for therapy and um, the pairing of a um, psychological breakthrough coupled with a mystical experience and how that creates like permanent change kind of like okay you can realize oh my god I really need to quit smoking but also you had like a mystical experience where you encountered beings from another world and how those two things coupled together create permanent change more so than just going oh I need to quit smoking Um, and so they want people who have had uh, these experiences to write in and tell them their anecdotal whatever And I tweeted out a link to the article and said, also, when you're done talking to Johns Hopkins, send us an email or leave us a voicemail because I really want to know these stories. Yeah. And I think I'm just a yenta where I'm like, I want to be up in everyone's business. Same. What are you doing? Tell me your story. I want to hear all the anecdotal evidence. Yeah. Well, here's my thing. Like, I am so open and I'm just like a vomit machine with words and I'll just tell everyone anything about my life. Yeah. And and so I want everyone to do that to me, too. Correct. I'm like, I just want to know everything about you. Yeah. I don't want to talk about your stupid fucking like job or I don't want to talk about any of the superficial stuff right. in life. The weird stuff, the deep stuff. Yeah. Like, let's get down to the meat of the situation. Yeah. Let's get into Did it. Did you have a stalker? Was it weird? Was it painful? It's scary. Yeah, I can Tell totally imagine. Oh, creepy. Ooh. All right. Well, um, happy Monday. <laughs> yeah, guys, have a good one. Like, just set your week off right. Get in that positive mindset. Don't let the world hold you down. <laughs> <laughs>